Welcome back to the TNT Podcast. I'm here with Tate Leach. What's up, guys? And a special guest from East Stroudsburg Warriors, Justin Cooks. Um, yeah, I'll have Tate introduce him to you guys. Hello, guys, everyone. Uh, today we're sitting here with Justin Cook, uh, 2022 Harrisburg Cougars alumni. Here with a historic career, as I'll get into depth, as his senior year, he tied the 1973 school record with 11 interceptions and had 49 receptions on the offensive end for 550 yards and four touchdowns, 927 all-purpose yards, while also being a Penn Live All-PA and a Penn Live All-Mid-Penn All-Star. Then he went on to East Stroudsburg University, where he played as a freshman. Uh, he had a 50-yard receiving touchdown against Shepard. Uh, we all know how Shepard is in Division II, a very good team. And then he was a kick specialist, a kick return. He had 10 attempts for 368 yards and one touchdown, which was a 100-yard return. Welcome, everyone, Justin Cook. How you doing? Uh, nice to be on here. I'm glad you guys brought me on here. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. So we, I know that me and you, we played, we grew up playing youth club together. Uh, we had, I know when you played for Susquehanna for a couple of years, so we've known each other for a while, so it's good to get you on here. Um, I guess you can hop right into the questions. The first question I got for you is, what is the most memorable moment in your high school career? Um, i say the most memorable moment. I had a few, really. Um, I had a, I had a, a few big plays that I made throughout the throughout the year, uh, a few very vital plays that helped us in very vital situations. Um, but I, I think overall, as an athlete in high school, I say the most memorable, uh, it's really like a span for me, really. The most memorable span for me was like the last two weeks, uh, ironically, of like my whole high school career in athletics. Um, I say that because the last two weeks, uh, I, was, I was running track, and then I also had the big thirty three that I was in, and then I also had prom that was uh that was around the same exact time. So how how it really happened, how like how it scheduled out was like uh like one week I had districts for track, which I went to uh Shippensburg and I ran. I think I came in like second for the one hundred and then I placed I placed an, another place for uh for the two hundred meters, so then that, that means I had to come back the next week and run in the state track meet. Um, but both weekends, I had prom on the first weekend, and then I had the Big 33 on the second weekend. So it was just it was just crazy altogether that everything came together for, like, the last, like, uh, like couple weeks of my whole high school career. Talking about ending your high school career with a bang. I mean, geez, going from prom to districts to the Big 33. Yeah. We, know, we know how historic and hard it is to make it to the Big 33 game. So, I mean, congrats on that, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. All right, so Justin, uh, what would you say is the toughest game you've ever played in? I say for sure, what like 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 a, like anybody, there's always been tough games with weather or maybe like any any factor, any factor can play into being a tough game. But I say the toughest game that I've ever been in, that I've ever played in, especially in my high school career, was uh, the game against Governor Mifflin. Um, it was a it was a very tough game because we actually got scheduled um, that game about two or three days before, so we we couldn't even really like build up a game plan for them, um, and we kind of just had to go off with the the very little film that we had, and we were able to watch in a few days. Um, so that that was that was a struggle, especially because they they ran a, a wing T offense, which if you play football and uh, on the defensive side for sure. 
you definitely understand how difficult it is to stop a wing T offense whenever uh that's their base offense and they know how to run it. So that, that was that was pretty difficult. Especially going into Governor Miffler with uh Nick Singleton there. They had a few other uh key factors. Number three, I I can't remember his name for sure, but I'm pretty sure he committed to Kutztown. Um he was a pretty pretty solid player. They had a few others. Uh, I can't remember the name for sure, but they, they were they were really a good team, honestly. And um just again off of the few days that we had a film, it was, it was very difficult to game plan them. Uh and it was just it was tough going into their stadium with the crowd and everything. So I, I, I definitely say that was that was the toughest game that we've ever, that I've ever played in person. Yeah, for sure. So so those of you that don't know, well, I mean, when me and Justin when we were in high school, you know, COVID struck. So when he, what he means by they weren't on the schedule, it's like sometimes games would drop and then you'd pick up a new. So, I mean, I know that I remember that because that was a big game for both of you guys. You guys were both great teams. Nick Singleton, Penn State, yeah. right? I think I think the situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the situation that came up was, uh, I can't recall for sure, but it might have been McDevitt week because we had McDevitt on the original schedule. And uh, I think they ended up catching COVID like a few days before. So then we were scrambling for a game and that's 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 what they uh that's what that's what they gave us and that's what happened on the schedule. Yeah. So like who who inspired you? Like what inspired you to start playing football? I mean I'm guessing you probably started playing around five, six years old. Yeah, yep. Uh I started as soon as I possibly could, honestly. Um how it happened actually was I football actually wasn't my first sport that I played. I, I played a few sports throughout my athletic career up until this point. And um, my first sport that I actually ended up playing was soccer. I think I started playing soccer at about three years old, four years old. And I was just, I just wanted to be active. I just wanted to run around, have fun. And um, I actually ended up being pretty good at it. And I, I like the competition factor of it. So I think that played a role into me wanting to span off and go off into another sport. Um, and then also my, my dad actually was a pretty solid football player coming up. Uh, he played in Susquehanna uh, Township, and then he had went on to play at Kutztown for a few years. Okay. Um, so I, I feel like I feel like it was just a competition factor of it, and I kind of looked up to my dad more so. And um, yeah, I just want to get into. It. I mean, I was I was very young, obviously, so I, I didn't know what to expect. But I feel like just as a kid, as, as any kid that's active and wants to do anything, I just I just felt like I just want to try it, and then I ended up falling in love with it. Yeah. So I mean. When I started playing, I, I played soccer as well. I first started with soccer. Now, were you playing soccer and football at the same time once you started playing football, or did you drop um, soccer? Yeah. No, nah, what, I, what I actually did was I played soccer up until my last year of uh, middle school, Um, actually. Oh. So, I was yeah, I was I was playing football and soccer uh, religiously, like, year out, year in. So, obviously, football and soccer are, are in two different seasons. So, I would play – uh, a football season in the fall, and that go throughout the winter, and then come spring or whatever, whenever the soccer season is, comes whenever, yeah, like I said, whenever the soccer season is, I'll go ahead and play that season, and then just flip flop back and forth year, uh, year in year out. Was it a difficult decision, football or soccer? Or did you know football was um, it? your decision? It was, it was, it was a tough decision. It, it wasn't a tough decision to pick between. Um, I knew that I definitely loved football, like that's where my heart was at. But I had been playing soccer for so long, and I grew a, a love and a passion for that. Also, 
Um, so it, it was a tough decision to let soccer go, but it wasn't really a tough decision to pick between which one I wanted to do. Yeah. I mean, so that would take us into our next question, which will, Timmy will bring up then. Yeah, so, you know, why East Stroudsburg, you know, like, what like what led you to, you know, commit it? Um, so as as uh as my senior season dwindled down and whatnot, I started to get uh offers from PSAC schools all around. Um I can't I can't recall exactly which ones they were, but I just started I started to get uh offers around the PSAC and whatnot. So I started taking visits and everything. And when I when I went up to East Stroudsburg, um, I saw the area, I saw the community. Um, it kind of reminded me of home, which is in Harrisburg, PA. So I, I already felt that home type of vibe from from just the city by itself alone. So then um, I ended up talking to the coaches, I ended up talking to the players, seeing the environment, seeing how how people are on the daily and everything, and it just it just really felt comfortable for me. Um, so it it was really just the the people. The people were very genuine up there. Um, and really, it, the distance actually played a factor into it, too. It's, it's not very far from Harrisburg. Uh, it's about two hours, and it's really just like a straight – it's a straight drive. So it's not too far from home. Um, it's far enough that I can get away and, and feel like I'm on my own. But it's it's also close enough so that I can come home. If anything were to happen for some reason or I, I miss my family, I miss my parents, anything. So it was just – honestly, I just feel like it was just a perfect place for me. It was just it, – it just – it came to me. I bet it's starting to feel more like home, too. You got like, some more Harrisburg commits out of Harrisburg uh-huh. High that are starting to come. It looks like you're pushing for them to, to head to East Stroudsburg. How how do you think that's going to end up? You guys going to start forming the HBGU over there or what? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's, I mean, it it um it, it, it panned out. It planned out like that. Um, They have been recruiting Amir Jones uh for a little bit, and they, they have been asking me about him. Um, obviously I was, I was tight with them coming up in my senior year and whatnot. And then they started to, uh, they started to recruit, uh, Makai Hopkins and Terrell Runners a little bit. And I tried to get them to pursue them and actually went through. So now we have, uh, it's, we have four Harrisburg Cougars up there. And then we also have Malachi Bowman from, uh, Central Dolphin that's up there too. So we, we have, a, we have a lot of people from the area up there, um, that we can just look out for each other and, and build that bond. Yeah, that's always good to have. Make it feel more like home. So, next question would be, now, you're a college athlete, freshman. I know there has to be challenges. So, like, what are some of the challenges you face being a student athlete in your first year of college? Mm-hmm. Um, in my opinion, really, uh, me personally, I, I, I didn't really feel like I had a whole bunch of challenges that I had to really overcome my first year. Um, I feel like that really came from, like, the standards that I set for myself throughout my senior year of high school, I had, I had like co-op throughout school, which is basically you go to school for a certain amount of time and then you leave and go work or whatever. So I, that really gave like a college feel already. So I feel like I was really prepared to go into college. Um, so I don't think I had any, any challenges, but more so I'd say for anybody going into college, for any individual pursuing, uh, going to a university and going away from home and everything, I feel like an importance that you should definitely make sure of when you're up there um is that is that um is all right your your mental health your mental health i feel like i feel like that's that's a very important factor that you should definitely uh keep up on and whatnot because there's gonna be a lot of things that happen up there you're away from home for the first time you're on your own for the first time you're gonna have difficulties and whatnot you're gonna feel 
uh, in certain situations that you can't do things or that you're having difficult times or anything, anything. you're going to have difficult, uh, difficulty and whatnot. So I feel like your mental health is definitely something that you should, uh, like, prioritize and whatnot and make sure that you're okay. Um, I feel like a lot of people kind of overlook your mental health and, and your happiness, really. But I feel like if you have that, everything else will just fall in place. Yeah, mental health is definitely overlooked. I mean, college athletes, even just regular students in college, you're going through a lot. You're by yourself. Some of you guys are far away from home. And it's, it is something that you don't want to say that isn't a big problem, but it, it can be a big problem for lots of people, which will take us into our like our next one. You're dealing with a lot of stuff. I know you said you set high standards for you. So how is that how you stay motivated? What are some of the ways that you stay motivated throughout college? Mm, well, I stay motivated really just I, – I, I want to be great at everything I do. Like, I want I want to be the greatest that's ever done anything that I do. Like, that's that's just, like, my, my mindset, uh, regardless of if it's football, academically, anything. Like, I, I can be playing a game of a, a billiards pool on a pool table. I, I want to I wanna be anybody that I'm going against. Like, that's just my mindset and anything that I take and anything that I pursue on. So that's that's really that's really what keeps me motivated. Um specifically for like football though, I feel like I feel like it's my love that keeps me motivated. My love for the game that really keeps me motivated. Like in certain situations, uh you can have a very good you can have a ve- you can have very good discipline and you can and you can hold yourself to certain standards for for a very short amount of time. But I feel like if you don't have love for whatever you're doing, regardless of if it's football, regardless of if it's uh, different career paths like art or business, anything that you that you want to pursue in, I feel like if you don't have the love for it, that that discipline will run out eventually. Because you're not gonna always you're not gonna always want to do things. You're not gonna always want to go out and work out. You're not gonna always want to uh wh- whatever the situation is, whatever the business that you're doing, you're not always gonna want to do it. So I feel like that's that's where the love really comes into place. And if you have love for whatever you're doing, you're gonna you're gonna keep going, and that's gonna motivate you. Yeah, man, that, that's that's well spoken. You hit on every, I mean, every single die. You know, people say get a job that you love to do, and and when you're in college playing football, that's like the job that you love to do. I mean, most mm-hmm. a lot of people you're on scholarship, so that's your job. You're going to school for free, so you love football. I mean, and that that's gonna get you through the rough days of when you don't want to work out, like you said. You just go out, work out, get what you have to do, get it done. Yes, sir. I mean. I know that we have a big season next coming for you. Uh, you had a great freshman campaign. What can we expect to see from Justin Cook at East Stroudsburg next year? Well, uh, this this is actually a tough question sometimes because sometimes, like, when when athletes, anybody really kind of talk about their, like, aspirations and goals and stuff, it can come off a little bit arrogant and whatnot. Yeah. But for me personally, how I – from just from standards that I hold myself to and the work that I know I put – put in uh day in and day out uh this this should be a huge season for me um i should i should look forward to a whole bunch of accolades honors and everything but the biggest thing that i really want to want to uh attain and, and really achieve is just growth in the game of football um like intelligently uh, or intellect wise and uh just physically wise just just learning the game more so that I can read the game better and just excel and just keep loving and leveling and leveling up each year. So what are some of the ways that that you take? I mean, I know you watch film. Is there a certain receiver? Are you watching a lot of your film to, like, get Um, a learn for the game? How are you learning? Well, how how I learn normally is I I really uh, focus on myself 
I focus on like I, I take the film from uh maybe practices or or after games and 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 and, and like the season and whatnot and just and just really break myself down and and really like critique every little uh every little piece that I can just articulate it as as well as possible. So that's really how that's really how I um how how I really get more intellect on the game and whatnot. Obviously, I have like receivers I look up to and uh, try to emulate uh, their moves and and everything like that. But as receivers, really, it's really your own. Like it's your own creation, and that's why I really like receiver more so than uh, than cornerback. Because obviously, going into college, I played corner and and receiver, so I had to choose one. But um, I ended up picking receiver because, like I said, I feel like it's more of your creation. Um, you you can't really copy anybody else's style because when you're out there. It's gonna be whatever you do and whatever you whatever you know, whatever knowledge that you have is gonna be obviously displayed on the field. So um, obviously, like I said, I take from other receivers and whatnot. I try to try to emulate some of their moves and put it into my own. But uh, I really just try to focus on myself and articulate myself as well as possible. Yes, sir. Great answer. So I know you have lots of role models. I mean, when you're you're at Harrisburg, you were showing out lots of little kids there. Now East Stroudsburg, anywhere you go, you're gonna have little kids that always look up for you. It, hopefully, kids and younger athletes are listening in right now. So, like, what advice do you have for those younger athletes? I mean, even if it's not playing soccer, even if it's playing soccer, football, baseball, basketball. I mean, what advice mm-hmm. could you give them? My advice for sure would uh, 100% be to have a plan. Um, I feel like having a plan in whatever you do is 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 very very important because I feel like <clears throat> you can have dreams, you can dream big, you can have dreams to be the greatest, you can have dreams to be the the most known, whatever it is. But if you don't have a plan for your dreams, they're just wishes, in my opinion. That's that's yep. how I look at it. You just you're just wishing that you can do things. You you wish that you can be this or you wish you can be that. But if you don't have a plan. If you don't have a plan to your dream, then like you're not, you don't even know where to start. You, you you're all scrambled. You don't know you don't know where to start. You don't know what to do. So I feel like uh, my best piece of advice for anybody that's any age, anybody that's playing any sport, doesn't matter what it is, have a plan. Have a have a set plan. No matter how long it takes, no, no matter how short it takes, no matter how hard it gets, anything. Just have a plan and make sure that you stick to that plan, because. You're 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 like it's you versus you. It is it's it's not you versus anybody else but yourself. Because at the end of the day, you're gonna have to live with your decisions, you're gonna have to live with your accomplishments, you're gonna have to live with everything that you decide to do. So make sure that you stick to your own plan because everybody has a different uh everybody has a different plan in their life. Everybody has a different path in their life that they're gonna take. So make sure that you stick to your plan and have your plan set. Yeah, and it's like, and I, I like what you said earlier about how you played soccer. I mean, that's how you first started out when you were young, because you can play soccer when you're younger. Do you think you playing more than one sport helped you become a better athlete? Um, I think, I think, uh, I don't think it helped me become a better athlete. Um, I think that, I think everybody, everybody has their own own way of of getting into whatever they like. And what like whatever it is. I mean, me as as just a very active kid and whatnot. That's that was just what I wanted to do. Um, but I feel like if if somebody was just to jump into one sport and maybe focus on that one sport, they can be great in that one sport. And if if that's what they love, that's what they love. Um, yeah. What I will say though, for sure, that I tell a lot of people um, 
like a lot of little kids coming up and whatnot is if you were to play another sport, I would for sure say run track. Um, because after after my experience of running track for the very few years that I did, it 100% helped me as a better athlete and not only as a better athlete, but as a football player also. Um, so if you were to play another or, or participate in another sport, I would definitely say track. That's That's 100%. Yes, sir. Now, Timmy will take us into our next question. Yeah, so, um, you know, how would your coaches and teammates describe you? You know, like, as a player on the field, as a person in general, how would your teammates and your coaches, you know, describe you? Uh, I <laughs> – this, this is a funny question, too. Because, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't really know how, like, other people view me and whatnot. I hope it's positive, obviously. I obviously think it's positive, just, just the way I carry myself as a person and whatnot. But um, I feel like they would definitely describe me as a very competitive leader, um, and and that that can go in many different aspects. Uh, I think <laughs> it can go in many different aspects. Um, I, I I definitely say they they would definitely act competitive in there because, like I said earlier, I want to win in anything that I participate in. Like I I don't care if it's a game of pool on your phone. I don't care if it's running laps and warm ups. I don't care what it is. I'm I'm gonna want to win it. And um, I feel like that also plays a, a plays a role into the leader, uh, into the leader description because once like whenever I whenever I whenever I'm competitive, people will kind of follow behind me, and they kind of try to rise to my competitive nature and whatnot. And I feel like that that really helps a team um, and everybody around me, and it just it just makes everybody around me get better. So I feel like they definitely describe me as a competitive leader. Yes, sir. So then our last one that we'll kind of round up with. Um... I know some people, they might have never seen you play before. Some people definitely have seen you play before, and now that you're at college. So who does your game reflect after an NFL? Like, who do you, like, see yourself kind of as, like, with the route running and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Um, so this, this this comes back to what I was saying earlier with who, who I try to uh, emulate and whatnot. I feel like my game definitely uh, resembles, like, Justin Jefferson, uh, kind of like Odell. A little bit. I feel like, I feel like I run. I, I run. I run very like similar routes to them, and like my play style is very finesse. Uh, like them and whatnot. They have they have fun with the game and whatnot. They're, they're very loose. They're very intelligent with the way they run their routes. Um, and not just with their skill and how they run their routes. So I feel I feel like my game definitely emulates uh Justin Jefferson and OBJ. Yeah. So so I know when you're watching film. Like when you're watching them, so what are what are kind of the main things that you look at? Are you looking at them at the top of the route? Are you looking at their releases, stems? What are what are some of the stuff that you're kind of trying to pick from their games? Um, what I try to pick from their games is really it. It, it all depends on what I'm looking for, honestly. Yeah. Like some days I wake up and I say I want to do a better release today, so I I go I go on YouTube, I type in whatever, and I try to look at every single step that they make at the bottom of the release, every single step that they make after the release. And uh, so, yeah, it really, it really depends. Uh, I look at the releases. I look at the top of their routes. I look at how they read coverages and what they do against certain defenses and certain, certain man coverages, certain zone coverages. So it, re- it really all depends on what I'm looking for. But, I mean, you can really find anything on YouTube. So, yeah, yeah that's, that's how I do it. Well, thank you for coming on here, man. Um, everyone that's listening, 
I mean, you can catch him out at East Stroudsburg. I know some notable closer games that he has. He's at Westchester, which is right down by the Philly area, King of Prussia. He's also at Kutztown this year. So thank you for joining us, man. Um, it was It's great having you on here. You gave some great knowledge, some great answers where you hit on lots of aspects. I mean, you were perfect. Thank you, man. I appreciate you guys for having me on. Yes, sir. Yeah.